Hey, everybody. Welcome to another exciting episode of Puck Off. I'm your host, Chris Nozick, joined by my co-host, Andrew Johnson. We are going to talk about the Dallas Stars today. Andrew, I know you're excited for this one. It'll, I'll let you take it from there. This is my pick out of the West. All right, so no one bet on Dallas at all anymore. Ever. Just don't. Just take it back. No, don't don't take out that second mortgage. Don't. I, I'm stop, I'm gonna stop rooting. Penny. Stop rooting for the. If you're a Dallas fan, stop now. I'm putting the penny back in the savings jar. Like I'm not putting a dime, a nickel, a penny, a half dollar, nothing on this fucking team anymore. Oh, you're too gosh. high on them. Oh my god. <laughs> but seriously, seriously, this is my pick out of the West. I think they're the best team in the Western Conference. I. I mean, looking at them on paper, there's really not much that you can say to argue with that. I mean, their forward group goes 13 deep. Yeah. Like, your extra forward is Craig Smith. Like, <laughs> oh, I was going to say Sam Steele. That too. <laughs> like, I think Steele. forward is Sam Steele. Like, I mean, think about it. Your depth. I don't care who you put at center. Mm-hmm. All right. Tyler Sagan, Jamie Ben, Rupe Hints, Matt Duchesne, Craig Smith, Ty Delandria, Wyatt Johnson, Sam Steele, they can all play down the middle. <laughs> and with the exception of Rupe Hints, who I don't I don't want Rupe Hints on the wing ever. No, no, he stays in the middle. With the exception of him and maybe Wyatt Johnson. I haven't seen Johnson enough to say I want him on the wing, but with the exception of those two, the rest can also play wing. So mm-hmm. you're talking I mix mean, and match, plug and play everywhere. Yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. No. I mean, what? Joe Joe Pavelski's your net front presence. Still, Joe Pavelski oh, is better at the best thing he's is better at the thing he's best at than you are at the thing you're best at. Like, he is Still incredible at what he does. The tips, the garbage goals for being what he is. Like he's still, he's still deadly. He's still so deadly being there. And you would think being 30, 39 years old. Yeah. 39. You want to feel old though? Sure. (laughs) Tyler Sagan is 31. I hate you. (laughs) And you want to know know what's even worse? He still has four years left on this contract. Well, now here's the thing. Lost, Tyler Sagan has lost a step. Let's be completely he's fair on that. Not what he was. But then yeah. again, neither is Taylor Hall, the guy who was taken right before him. They're mm-hmm. 31 years old. Oh my God. I would hope he's lost a little bit of something. But Joe Pavelski just came off a season where he had 77 points in playing all 82 games and was a point per game in the playoffs. Yeah. He still fucks. They they have him for the playoffs, let's be honest. But you're not complaining with what he does in the regular season. Nope. I mean, but Tyler Sagan last year still put up a 50-point campaign. Yep. That's not what, well, but he, and he still isn't what he was. He still, I I mean, it's still, that hip surgery was really major. I was going to say, I think he has a bounce back season this year. Mm -hmm. I mm-hmm. think you see him closer to that 75, 80 point range with Ben Pavelski and hints. That's who he is. 
but you just you just you just rattled off those names like Ben Pavelski hints fucking we've named all these look, we've named all these names we haven't even mentioned Jason Robertson I was just gonna say I, I mentioned all those names because of the giant gap between Jamie Ben at 78 points last year and Jason Robertson at a hundred and fucking nine <laughs> now here's the other thing though all right Miro Hiskinen can take another step Miro Hiskinen could legitimately jump from a 70-point defenseman to a 90-plus point defenseman. He's only 23. Top top three or four defensemen in the NHL right now. The only thing that I look at on this roster and I go, I don't know, is behind Hiskinen and Lindell. Mm -hmm. They played well last year. They all did. Even Suter. I know you're not a Ryan Suter fan. Suter did. I'm not a Suter fan, but Suter, to Suter's credit, I think he, I think he just ran out of gas. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I think, I think they would benefit from adding someone else to the top four, so they're not relying on Ryan Suter. Because if Ryan Suter's on your bottom pair and you use him in certain circumstances just to get him a few extra minutes, that's fine. I don't want him as a one-two guy. I don't want him being paired with Hiskinen. They would really benefit from, say, a Joel Han- not a Joel Hanley, a Thomas Harley taking a huge step. I was going to say they have a couple youngsters in Hanley and uh, Harley and uh, Lungvist. Yep, that Harley. Excuse me, I'm calling Hanley. <laughs> but my my point is, is if they can do that, then they're fine. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they have to do it via trade. They just they they need another stepping stone there for me to not look at them and go. Uh, but but here's the here's the catch to that. They've Jake Ottinger in between the pipes. Stud. Vesna favorite. Mm-hmm. Stud. Absolute stud. Do you think he legit like? He's not the favorite to win the Vesna this year. Ilya Sorokin is. Sure. Do you think Elias Sorokin benefits from the New York City bump? He plays in New York, so people are going to know him better. That's a really good question because I think Sor- I, 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 I think Sorokin's Vesna candidacy is based on his merit. Sure, but oh. well, let let me ask it you. It makes sense what you're asking when when it comes to defensive structure and defensive talent would you rather have the six defensemen i'm I'm talking in your own blue zone Hmm. all right not the offensive part of the game strictly defense would you rather have the six guys in new york Mm -hmm. or would you rather have the six guys in dallas in front of you give me the six guys in dallas with new york structure (laughs) right (laughs) but the thing is is they structure it so well in new york Mm-hmm. Sorokin plays well behind it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I would, I wish we had uh, my old co-host Dylan around. We we sparked a debate between Connor Hellebuck and Andre Vasilevsky. Who would you rather have, Ilya Sorokin or Jake Ottinger? Probably Sorokin, but the gap isn't big enough for me to to launch into a debate about it. If you say I would rather have Ottinger, I'd be like, great. We both get what we want <laughs> because Ottinger still fucks. <laughs> well, let me let me just give you a little perspective. Last year, 
Ilya Sorokin, 3,587 minutes. He matched his career goals against average of 234, and he matched spot on his save percentage of 294. Okay? He's played in 136 career games, 62 of them were last year. You mean 924? Uh, 924. Yeah, what did I say? I was going to say, if you had a 294 save percentage, man. All right, 924. <laughs> All right. In 139 career games for Jake Ottinger, he played 62 last year. So they played in exactly the same number of games. Again, Sorokin's goals against was 234. Mm-hmm. Ottinger's was 237. His mm-hmm. save percentage was 919. Sorokin's was nine two four. The, the that gap career, the gap between them is not that large, but there there he is also, a gap. He but played in thirty six hundred minutes. He played right. in a little less than he played about ninety minutes more than Sorokin did. Do you want to know what's hilarious about what? all of this? The the funniest thing about about everything that you're saying about how he is, he is just below Elia Sorokin. But it's close. The end of his contract, he's still an RFA. Jake Ottinger's 24 years old. Ilya Sorokin is almost, he's 29, 28. He's still an RFA at the end of his deal. Like, what? (laughs) Which one would you rather have? Jim Nill was a Nats wing away from being fired. Now look at them. Yeah, you know what saved his job was a fucking three-part horse. It was yeah. the twenty. The with the the what year was what year was that draft? I don't know, but he got Robertson, Hint, uh, um, Robertson, Hiskinen, and Ottinger, I believe. Mm-hmm. I think that was twenty seventeen. And I think he got was that the root was that when he got Rupe Hints too? Hang on, I'm gonna look that up real quick because now I'm curious. I, I, you, you and me both, my friend. Mm-hmm. Dallas, Jake Ottinger, twenty sixth overall. So who else did they get? Miro Hiskin in third. Jake Ottinger, twenty sixth, and then Jason Robertson, thirty ninth. Yeah. Yeah. Robertson, Ottinger, Hiskin in two thousand seventeen draft. That's poof. <laughs> That's a job saver right there. Mm-hmm. Yep. People forget <laughs> how close he was to being fired. He was very close to never to, to never seeing this through. He was so close. And also 20 uh, and and also 2021 plucking Wyatt Johnston 23 23 overall and he was immediately NHL ready. Yeah. There's uh <laughs> 2017 saved his job, but 2017 allowed him to really, like, build it all around them. I would, <clears throat> I would say this: it'd be nice to see them go with someone other than Scott Wedgwood at their number two, mm-hmm. just simply because it would allow them to give Ottinger more time off in the regular season. Wedgwood is a is an goalie. He's like he's he's Brian Boucher. He's fucking he's uh <laughs> he's Brian Elliott. Yeah, 
He's he he is he is he, he is, is there. Insert your backup goaltender here. Like there's nothing wrong with that. He's making a million bucks. Good for him. <laughs> but I it, yeah, I agree. If I'm if I'm Jim Nail, I'm definitely looking at the backup goaltender at the backup goaltender market and I'm seeing like, you know, what's it what's it take to get maybe uh I don't know. <laughs> Who would you well, grab? <laughs> well, that's just it. Like you don't want to overpay for anybody. You sure. know who he is? He's Corey Schwab. You know who that is? What the holy shit? <laughs> I was looking, I was trying to pull a name out of out of the old hat here. He's Jeff Hackett. He's Steve Shields. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, do you know who that is? Yeah, no, I do. I do. I'm just like, you said Corey Schwab, and my brain went NHL 97. <laughs> Or two thousand two, three, you know, when Brother yep. wins the cup again. Yep, yep. But uh, yeah, Martin Gerber. <laughs> Martin Gerber, yep, yep. Like, there's there's so many of them. Juicy Markinen, you know, back, you know, the dude for Edmonton, the their cup run. I mean, that's what he's. That's what he is. Uh crap! I pulled up a Mike Babcock team. Uh, puck off with that. <laughs> Oh man. Anyway, so Dallas, you have them as the team out of the West. I do. And I don't know if I quite have them that high. Um, I will say this right now, they're over the cap by about 317 grand. So something's going to have to be done. I wonder if, because he's the only one waiver exempt, I wonder if Wyatt Johnson goes down as a paper transaction. Or if it's Harley, I think it's Harley on defense because Johnson. I think, I, 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 I think it's I think it's Harley. I think I think what they end up doing. <clears throat> excuse me. I think what they end up doing is they're going to have Suter on that top four again, but they're not going to have Suter on that top four for the entire season. But they're oh, probably going to. I think they drop. Yep, I think I think that's where they bolster. Because their depth, their depth is their depth is really good. Well, you're getting, you're getting the Donoffs on your third line. <laughs> here, here's the other thing when it comes to the their depth, and I mean, if you're pulling for a defenseman who's a three four or a bottom pair guy, I mean, even if you're pulling for a number two defenseman, let let's let's say they go for a number two because mm-hmm. they want to widen the gap between Essel and Dell and Miro Hiskinen. For whatever reason. Yeah. They still have their 24, 25, and 26 first round picks. They're 24 second and they're 26 second. Mm-hmm. They have draft capital aside from other players. Mm-hmm. So if they can find a way to build cap room at the deadline, yeah, toss away a couple second round picks and go get your guy. Right. This could be like the Gavrikov, like the Gavrikov of this trade deadline. Exactly. And, and I think that there will be someone out there. We'll, we'll have to examine as the time gets closer, who that is, but there will be somebody. So this yeah. is a team to always is. an eye on as it is right now. I don't know if I'm quite there with you as far as them coming out of the West, but they're not, but you're that- not exactly far off from me either. No, no. Mm-hmm. I, I look at the West and I still go, there are, you know, you still have your Colorado's, your Edmonton's, your Knights, like, 
there are teams that are going to push them. My man, Colorado Dallas Western Conference Final. Can you imagine that? That would be fucking ill. The, <laughs> I, I honestly, I would probably give in a seven game series the edge to the Stars mm-hmm. because of Jake Ottinger. Because mm-hmm. now he's also been there. That's the other thing is, is there's growth there. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to seeing how Jake Ottinger grows into another season after having gone deep in the playoffs. Expectedly gone deep. Mm-hmm. So while I'm not quite ready to just hand them the Western Conference trophy, yeah, like you are, man, they're going to be in the final four. You, if, you, it, if you don't, you agree, yeah. then just puck off. You want to feel old, though? Sure. Tyler Sagan is 31. I hate you.